0: Welcome to Rewilding for Women, where we explore the fullness of the feminine, where we look at reclaiming parts of self that we've maybe never tapped into. We look at the full expression of the feminine, the wild woman, the warrior woman, the mother, the lover, the goddess in us. And we do practices as well as have conversations about how we can step into our fullest, most powerful selves. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, and today is episode number two. I know, big number two. So today I want to talk about masculine feminine, and I want to talk about the biggest challenge for women in today's society, in our Western culture, the biggest challenge that we're facing. It's the challenge that... I've seen it myself, I've seen in my friends, I see in my family, and it's the challenge that 97% of women who come to workshops and women that I work with, 97% of us are are struggling with this and have, um, have very similar stories. Uh, so we'll talk about that today. Before I get into that, we'll do two things. First, I wanna talk to you about um, other offers that we have with rewilding. And then I want to talk to you about a practice. I want to do a practice to just really bring us in to self and really bring us into the potency and the power of the feminine within of this wild woman, intrinsic, beautiful nature that we have. Uh, We'll work with some archetypes today as well. Or we'll just sort of tap into them, and I'll explain that when we get there, but we'll look at Athena a bit, we'll look at Aphrodite a bit, and I think it's just those two, but we'll sort of see what happens and what shows up. (laughs) So before I dive into things, as always, website rewildingforwomen.com, that's where you can see a whole list of our live events, which is where... The real magic happens, which is where we really work on embodying and embracing these different archetypes and these different parts of self. So this is, some of it very initiatory, Um, so it's almost an initiation into certain energies that you've maybe never been open to. Some of it's very purificatory. So some of it is just releasing icky, gooey bits that are blocking us from our full potential and our full nature and the full expression of our feminine. Um, so on the website, there's lots of events. I also highly recommend subscribing. I don't send out crap newsletters. It's really stuff that is special to subscribers only. So if this works things to you and if what I'm saying sings to you and you don't want to miss an episode, subscribe because you'll see every episode come through and you'll also see special discounts, special offers and special things that only go to subscribers. Something else really quick is we have a private Facebook group. Um, So if you look up Rewilding for Women and look for a private Facebook group, that's a great place to join, um, to have a conversation. I'm in there every single day. So if you do want to chat to me or you have a question or an idea for an episode, please go to the group, join the group, hop in there, join the conversation. There's also a lot of special group-only insights um, that we publish in there as well. Okay, so I hope to see you in those places now. Let's just chat a little bit about these archetypes, I think. Is that what we want to do? No. Let's do a meditation practice first. And because this episode is on um, the masculine and the feminine, and the biggest challenge that I'm seeing, and that a lot of us are facing, I want to take us to the root of our power, I wanna take us out of our brains, out of our heads, and I wanna take us into our wombs, or into our pelvis, or our hara, or uh, the seat of our power. There's a lot of different terms for this, Um, but basically I wanna take us from here, which is typically very masculine orientated, and I wanna drop us in and down, To the root of our power. So, I want to bring us into our bodies, into our womb wisdom, right? Into our authentic, feminine, juicy, intelligent, intuitive power center, right? All right, let's do it. So, really, I want you to take your attention to your pelvis. And we're just going to do a quick visualization. So imagine in your pelvis and just feel around, maybe you feel it in your womb, maybe you're more of a chakra kind of person and maybe you feel it in your second chakra or sometimes just below that area. Um, But somewhere in your pelvic girdle Imagine there's a sun, like a mini little sunshine in there. And just take your attention. And now imagine there's also a sun just above your head. So imagine there's this miniature sun in your pelvic girdle But there's also the big, beautiful, potent sun. And if you're outside doing this, you could just go right in the sunlight. But in your mind's eye, if you're not in the sun, just imagine there's a sun just up in the sky in front of you. And what you'll do with each breath, as you inhale, you'll bring the energy and the light of the sun in down your body and into that sun that's in your pelvis. And what we're doing here is we're just charging up that power center, right? This is a brilliant practice and I'll I'll let you pause either the video or or the podcast, if you'd like to continue. But it's a brilliant practice um, to bring us into our bodies, into our feminine, and to start to embrace the full juice and the full potency of our power and open up that, that womb wisdom that's in there, that intuition, our authentic true selves, Okay, so for the rest of us, we're going to move on. So staying with that juicy power that's there, let's talk. So let's have a conversation, and let's imagine that this conversation, we'll just do this for fun and see what happens, that this conversation is from my womb to your womb, right? So the juice and the energy is coming from my woman intelligence center to your woman intelligence center. So we're not going to get really heady. We're going to stay really deep and really earthy and coming from that potent woman center. All right? Now, let's have a conversation about... Authentic feminine power and authentic masculine power. So authentic feminine power is intuitive, it's creative, it's life force, it's life giving, it's love, unconditional love not needy, clingy, icky love. (laughs) It's the big, juicy love. With that also comes wildness. So if we think about the feminine as the weather, which I absolutely love that analogy, is the feminine is every weather pattern that you can possibly imagine, right? The feminine is a lightning storm which is very representative of Kali, by the way, which is a particular goddess or Shakti or archetype. The feminine is a bright, sunny, beautiful sky. The feminine is a light, gentle, seductive, sensual rain. The feminine is a tornado and a tsunami, right? This is the life force energy. And as it is expressed in our external world, it's also expressed in our internal world like that, right? It is the full spectrum, it is all of it, right? That's our feminine, and there's gifts and there's magic in all of those weather patterns within us. Now, the masculine, they're potency their full power is if we look at the analogy of the weather the masculine is the atmosphere right so the masculine is the atmosphere that holds all of the weather every weather pattern the masculine as the atmosphere holds it makes space for it so in kind of in spiritual terms or tantric terms, the masculine is consciousness itself, right? And consciousness is really just that which we are aware of, right? So there's a practice, I think we did this in the first episode, and that practice was the breath, right? So if I'm breathing and I'm taking my awareness to my breath, my awareness, my attention, my focus is my masculine, right? So that's my masculine and it's being aware of my breath. So the part of me that is aware of my breath is the masculine and the breath itself is the feminine. So the breath itself, where does it move my body? Does it move my shoulders, my chest, my abdomen? What does the breath do? All of those things are the feminine, right? So the masculine is the consciousness or the atmosphere or the awareness and the feminine is the breath or the life force or all of the weather patterns. So here's a little practice. Let me just check my time quick. Here's a little practice for you and that is to take out a journal or a piece of paper and a pen And write down what are characteristics or traits within myself that are masculine. And just keep writing. Don't stop writing. Just write, 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 write. And again, you can always pause this if you want to do this practice now or do it later. And then flip over and do what are characteristics or traits within me that are feminine, right? What is my feminine? Where is my feminine? Now take this to your life and ask yourself the question, when am I honoring my masculine, right? Am I honoring my masculine when I'm at work and I'm driving the ship and I'm making choices, I'm doing things, I'm accomplishing things, I have goals, right? You're probably in your masculine. When I'm at home with my children, and I'm organizing, coordinating, planning their lives. Very masculine. But now maybe when I'm just nurturing and just pouring love on these children and we're just playing, we have no agenda. We're completely in flow and there's just this beautiful love and you're completely tapped into the love you're giving and the love you're receiving from your child or your lover or a friend maybe you're in a conversation with a woman and there is no aim in this conversation and and it's just an exchange of energy you're more in the energetics of it than you are in the words right that's the feminine sometimes eating right a lot of times we as women we we have this desire to to be filled right we want to be full of love that's really what our authentic desire is when we're standing in our feminine and when we're truly open to that part of self is we want to be full we want to fill with love ultimately but sometimes it shows up in in ways of eating I want to eat right so when women get together we're often eating and we love to have little snacks right that's what we do because that's part of the fullness it's part of the feeling. sometimes shopping right so shopping it's the fullness it's the feeling now those are different expressions of the feminine but it's still it's still that right um, the feminine is very sensual we're very receptive we're we're very in tune so when I'm in my feminine I'm feeling what's happening in nature i'm feeling what's happening in me it's causing emotions i'm so intuitive that i can feel what the other person is thinking feeling seeing doing and there might be four people in the room and i i'm i'm so connected with my feminine that i know exactly what's happening with all of them and i'm letting it move me everything moves me when i'm in my feminine So when we talk about masculine-feminine balance, great practices to do and and great awarenesses to come to is how much of your life is spent in your masculine and how much of your life is spent in your feminine. Where is your authentic nature? If you're a woman, 90% of us are actually feminine-natured but we're operating in our feminine maybe 10% of the time because 90% of the time we're in a masculine energy at work. We're in a masculine energy around our kids. And here's a big one for you, ladies. When are you in a masculine energy in your relationship? Right? When are you running the show? When are you... Saying this, 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 this needs to be done. I want this to make this happen. The kids need this. The kids need that, right? That's a question to ask yourself. Um, where is that polarity in your relationship? Are you in your feminine or are you in your masculine? In all of these areas of your life. So when I work with women, one of the most common things that I hear is, I'm never in my feminine I have been in my masculine for so long, Sabrina, that I don't even know how to open to my feminine. I have been raised by women who have been in their masculine, right? Our, our, my grandmother and my grandmother's grandmother fought really stinking hard for, for our rights as women, for equality as women. But when we fought, we actually stepped into this Athena archetype Right? So here's the archetypal part. We stepped into this Athena warrior woman. In the Athena myth, and, and, and just use these stories and these myths as, as a way of feeling the energy of this. In the Athena myth, she's actually never been with a man. She's a virginal goddess. She uses intellect um, as battle strategies, and she joins the boys club to fight, right? She does not come from her feminine power, typically. So here we have this warrior woman, extremely intelligent, can sit around the boardroom with the boys, wears a suit to work, um, right? Has fought really hard for our equality and for us to have equal pay and be able to have the same level of careers that men do. Awesome, thank God, we needed that. That absolutely had to happen. But what did we give up in order to make that happen? And what energy are we coming from when we're in these positions of power or when we're in our marriage or when we're in a relationship to friends or when we're with our children? And, and what have we sacrificed for that? Are we standing in our true empowerment are we coming from this intuitive place of the feminine that is every weather pattern right that can sense and feel things that are not from the five senses right are we coming from that or have we stepped out of that in order to fit into a world and in order to fight have we stepped into this Athena archetype it's a great one to look up so do a little bit of google um, and just check her out. She's she's awesome, great archetype, wonderful to work with. But just feel into: Have I been too much in my Athena? Right? Am I operating too much in my Athena? What is it costing me? Is it costing me the expression of Aphrodite or Venus? Right? Venus is the goddess of love. She's the goddess of Beauty, sensuality, sexuality, erotic nature, right? She will have the most glorious relationship with her man. She will have the most glorious sex life with her man. She will pour love onto her children, right? She, she is that. She is beauty. She is the flow of the feminine. So have you ever fully embraced that energy, that Aphrodite, that Venus energy, alongside your Athena, right? Have you done that? And that's just a question to start to ask yourself. So that's another thing you can do is is look up Aphrodite or look up Venus and just get a sense of what's happening for me? What have I given up? What energy am I standing in? And sometimes we're not even standing in Athena energy, right? Sometimes we are just fully in Mars energy, right? I know when I had corporate jobs, I used to stand in the masculine all day long. I had the worst relationship with my partner. Sex was terrible. My body didn't even open up. Orgasm was, like, absolutely unthinkable. My nervous system was so trained to be a man that I couldn't even open up to the feminine. But once we open to the feminine, that's when the relationship changes, that's when orgasm changes, that's when all of life force flows through you. And that's when we really start to come into the full empowerment of self, of woman, our true nature, our authentic wild woman aspects, our full sexuality, our full love. And that's when we come into alignment with who it is we authentically are and what it is that we're here to do. Yeah. Wow. I want to run a workshop now (laughs) with Aphrodite. (laughs) Okay. That's enough for today. So if this is something that you want more of, come to a workshop. Come and do this work. Come and embody these archetypes and these energies. What happens in a room full of women when you open up to these parts of self is absolutely profound and life-changing. We've got retreats coming up. We've got some workshops coming up. Everything's in Australia at the moment, um, but that'll change. Or maybe by the time you're watching this, listening to this, that has changed. So come to the website, check things out, and I hope to see you very soon. So much love.